Hey, this is Dom from Dom Reviews, and be sure to listen to Dom Reviews podcasts on all of our available platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now available on Apple Podcasts. As someone in the music industry, I feel like everybody here in the music industry talks about each other, and we talk about each other's careers uh, very harshly in the decisions that we make. Uh, In careers, uh, we talk about them very harshly, or what would come across as very harshly, Uh, like we're almost talking down to them, but it's not that way. Um, A lot of times, I'll I'll talk to Jeannie um, about different artists, and I'll tell I'll tell the story in a second. But it it sounds like I'm talking down to them, or there's no respect for them. It's just mostly out of I I wouldn't do the same things that they're doing. Um, We were talking about. The first artist that we started talking about was Billie Eilish. And everybody loves Billie Eilish. Some people might not like her. Um, I think she's uncomfortably talented. I think she's so good. Um, She's, for being so young, she's so talented. It's, it's unbelievable, honestly. It's unbelievable to watch her. Um, What I get nervous about with Billie Eilish is how she's portrayed. So a lot of people might not listen to Billie Eilish and might kind of push her off to the side because of how she's promoted. If you know Billie Eilish, she's she's promoted as kind of this dark uh, anti-pop star kind of thing. And her music is kind of like the, is kind of anti-poppy, but it is very still, it's still very poppy. Um, not bubblegummy, but it's pop music. Uh, pop music kind of encompasses a giant range of things. And that's been my thing with Billie Eilish, is she's been promoted as this this dark, like, yeah, this dark thing. And I listen to her stuff, and some of it, you know, kind of has that, like, creepy, anti-pop kind of thing to it. But there are some of her songs where it just is like, oh, my God, your voice how you're writing, like the samples that you use, like everything that you use is so good. And I would hate, what I get scared of is somebody like Billie Eilish getting a little bit older and after she's made a bunch of money and her label or whoever she's with is just like, no, this is it now. Like you are the anti-pop, like the dark, you have to do this thing. Uh, I get really nervous for her because of people like Lady Gaga. Because Lady Gaga, if you know anything about Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga is also uncomfortably talented. A phenom on the piano and a great, great vocalist. She is so good. And when she went into uh, her pop career and did the Lady Gaga thing, uh, they kind of trapped her in that. And that was the only way that she could make money, and she didn't really like it that much. She wanted to be the artist that she wanted to be. She felt like she had played the game uh, enough to kind of be the artist that she wanted to be. And she's done little things here and there. She did a really cool record with, I think it was Tony Bennett. uh, That was really cool, like really jazz record. And uh, I don't know. She's done some really cool things, but obviously they don't hit as well. I think she branched out well. When she did the uh, the movie, I'm blanking on the name right now. You know the movie I'm talking about. 
Um, I think she did really well when she branched out and did that. Um, but she kind of pulled herself back into this world, this weird world, uh, that same year when she was doing the Grammys out, I, this is etched into my brain. I don't know if you guys saw, she was winning a bunch of Grammys for that movie and that song. Oh my God. This is an awful story when I don't have like the details of that. Oh my God. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to do this live. I'm not going to cut this at all. I'm just going to Google this right now. Um, I'm so sorry, but we're doing this. A Star is Born. Oh, my God. Um, who was in that movie? She was in that movie, and what's his good-looking face? Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So they were winning a bunch of Grammys for the song that they made, and I don't like it that much, but that's another story. Um, so she came out and did, like, a performance, and I was like, all right, like, She's rebranded herself. She's done a really great job. She's become like very personable. She's kind of gotten rid of the outlandish, uh, crazy character, uh, Lady Gaga. And what we're getting now is like a new version of Lady Gaga, like a matured version. And no, it's this ballad song. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. You can watch it. It's just a couple of years ago. So you can go back and watch it. It is one of the strangest most uncomfortable moments I think I've ever had watching television, uh, at least a music award show. It was so uncomfortable because it's a ballad, like a piano ballad, but she's playing it and moving around like it's this raucous, crazy uh, pop song, like it's this Lady Gaga pop song, and it was just so uncomfortable to watch. It looked like she was on something. It was very much like... I don't know what song she thinks she's playing or what show she thinks she's playing, but we're in very two different worlds. Me as the viewer and her as the artist, we're in very, very different places right now. Um, and it's very uncomfortable to watch. So basically, all of that to say, I'm afraid that people like Billie Eilish are going to get put into that and then they're going to be wiped away from relevancy because... Uh, they get pigeonholed into something they didn't want to be in in the first place. Be sure to follow Dom Reviews on Instagram at Dom Reviews Podcast and at Facebook.com slash Dom Reviews Podcast. Because I really, I really do enjoy the maturation process. I really enjoy listening to artists, um, obviously that throughout my life, and I, I love to hear the progression of their music. I love to hear the progression of their thoughts, as they get older, as I get older, uh, I like to hear the maturation. Uh, one of my favorite bands is uh, Incubus. And I love Incubus so much uh, because they've progressed. Like ever since I've been listening to them since middle school. Yes, it's still the same band, Incubus. But it's like how they've honed in their skills, how they've changed about the things that they write about, how they... Uh, go about uh, writing their music different, how they go about touring different, how they go about interacting with each other and their fans differently. It's all progressed. Uh, somebody else like uh, Justin Timberlake. I love Justin Timberlake. Somebody like that that's progressed through the years. Like we all know him. We started. He started on uh, Disney Channel. Um, he's one of the Mouseketeers, which is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, started off on the Disney Channel, went to InSync, did the InSync thing. Uh, we all know what that's about. 
And then he started doing individual records, like solo records for himself. And you could watch the maturation process from him leaving sync to where he is now, to things that he's writing about, the things he's writing about. He's writing about his son. He's writing about the woods. He's writing about his wife. He's writing about their relationship, like how he is growing as a person. Um, and it's, it's amazing to watch that. Same thing with Adele. Adele was 19 when she first had a record, 19 or 17. So it's like, you can see the maturation process. Yeah, there's still the same skill set. They're still doing kind of the same things, but you can hear how they've grown and evolved. And I love artists like that. I'm afraid I don't want Billie Eilish to be that where she doesn't grow. Uh, the only one artist um, that I don't like that I don't feel has grown since I've heard her since I was, I think, what, 17, 16, 17 years old was Taylor Swift. And I said that I was going to talk about Taylor Swift. That was almost two weeks ago now. Uh, and I think it's time. I, I honestly don't know if Taylor Swift has grown as an artist in half of my life. Been listening to her since she's been kind of on the forefront. I think that she's writing about kind of the same exact things. And I'm sure, uh, listen to what I'm saying. Like, I, I understand that she's, she's grown up and blah, blah, blah. But the things that she's writing about 15 years later are the same things that she was writing about as an angsty 19-year-old. So it's like you couldn't possibly, Taylor Swift, be near 30 years old and still be writing about chasing boys around. It's weird, right? At what point do we stop doing that? I feel like it was like a couple years ago just naturally, right? And maybe I'm way off on that. Maybe we can talk about that, but to me, like somebody like that, where she has all the, all the talent and all of the, uh, all of the money in the world to get the best producers and the best writers and the best everything to just basically have on every single record, you just have different versions of regurgitated, uh, lyrics or regurgitated melodies is not impressive to me. It tells me that you've peaked. And I don't, I don't like that. One other artist that lives here also in Nashville, uh, that is one of my favorite artists here, uh, is Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, I know that was a weird, that was a weird name that you probably weren't expecting. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Miley Cyrus. I'm a huge fan. I, I think that girl is so talented. She is so talented. If you don't, if you don't understand, I don't know if you ever will. But I'm giving you the opportunity to understand that Miley Cyrus is probably one of the most talented people in all of Nashville, and she hides so well. She's a great writer. She's a great performer. She's a great vocalist. She's a great. She's great in studio. She's a great person. Like, and she, she to me has done the maturation process perfectly. Because we've all we've all seen her. We've all seen her be Hannah Montana and that that thing. And she, you know, could have done the thing where she just falls off like other Disney people. And she did that a little bit. She just needed to experience life. But there was never a doubt where you were like, oh, she's not growing up. Even if she was even if she was making bad decisions or good decisions, you were like, All right, like, that's fine. Like she's young. She's figuring it out. She's at least trying. But then you go and listen to some of her records 
that she's put out and uh, like some of the singles. She just released a single. Go listen to that. It sounds like Stevie Nicks. If you love Stevie Nicks, I love Stevie Nicks. Go listen to the to uh, Miley Cyrus's new song, new single right now. It is fantastic. It sounds like Stevie Nicks. I love it. I just think somebody like that is so talented and you have so much respect. I, I instantly have so much respect for somebody like for like Miley Cyrus because she's she's done that. She's done exactly what I've wanted. Uh, another example of that is uh, Beyonce. I didn't like Beyonce for a very, very long time because I didn't understand. Yeah, she went from Destiny's Child. She was, again, the most talented. She was very Justin Timberlakey. So she left uh, Destiny's Child and now she's uh, this big deal. Uh, by herself, right? Uh, I don't think so. I had a very hard time for over a decade with her just writing records about, you know, I'm successful, I don't need no man. When I know you have children with Jay-Z and, like, you're married to Jay-Z, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, well, I don't want to hear about that. I I liked it when I liked it when you were in your early 20s and like that was a thing and like that was where you were in your life but I want to hear about where you're at now like I want to hear about you writing about you being a mom like I want to hear about you being a wife I want to hear about you being you know a dog owner what, whatever it is that was a horrible example but you know what I mean like I don't want to hear Beyonce in her 40s talking about how you don't need no man it's weird right especially when that man you have is Jay-Z a billionaire. It's like, okay, like you're playing with different you're playing with different rules here. It's not it's not the same. I don't want to hear that stuff. Uh but I think she's done really great the last handful of records. She's kind of shifted. Uh they did the Carter's record, which is really, really cool. Um she's done her last couple records where she's kind of opened up a little bit. And I'm I'm really appreciative for that. I really love it. I don't really know how to wrap that up. I'm I'm just so grateful and appreciative for artists that evolve and change. John Mayer is another one that does that. He kind of did the pop game for a little bit. Your body is a wonderland kind of thing. And Daughters. And then went, nope, I'm going to do this. Because I'm actually a guitar player and I like to play actual guitar. And he's great. He's matured. He's matured a lot. He's come a long way from dating somebody like Jennifer Aniston. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should ask you, like, if you have any artists that you can think of that you feel like uh, have gone through a maturation process and done really well with that um, throughout the time of you listening to them and through the years. Um, I don't know if I'm correct on my assessment of people like Billie Eilish or Beyonce or Taylor Swift, but that's what I see. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big tangent. That was a big, I guess, maybe not a tangent. I, I talked about one thing, so it's not really a tangent. That was a big uh, subject to uh, to talk about, I think. It was a big thought. What's funny is I've had actually multiple people now um, tell me the same thing. They all have told me in various forms that I need to read children's books on my podcast. So that way they can <laughs> have me read their kids books when they go to sleep at night or whatever during the day or whatever it may be like my niece and nephew love reading books and they're in Colorado 
So I think that would be actually a really funny idea. But everybody that's actually pitched the idea to me has not been one of my family members, which is really funny. So I don't know how that would work. <laughs> the idea seems really good and really practical. So I might try that. We might try that this week. Maybe next week. I'll just throw it up and see what happens. But I need to find a book, like a kid book. And it obviously has to be a book that other people have on the other end so they can follow along. Otherwise, it just feels weird. You know what I mean? Or I could read like children's stories, you know, like a children or what, what was that book? Uh, like Chicken Soup, whatever. <laughs> was, it, was it called Chicken Soup? It's like... All these little like short stories, basically. I forget. I forget the name of the book. Chicken soup sounded weird, but I don't know. That was what my heart said. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but I was actually actually thinking about that. Uh, just reading reading books or reading stories, like short stories, whether it be like actual children's books or like really actual short stories like that. I think it would be really fun to do, and just a good way to just to just practice and work on my timing and my breathing and blah, blah, blah. I'm still having uh, difficulties with that. So uh, that'd be really fun. Let me know what you want me to read. If you do <laughs> if you do want me to read anything, <laughs> let me know. I think that would be so much fun to do. Okay, bye.